Hello and welcome to Retrotainment. I'm back here again with my co-host, Capital C, Capital O, Greg. How are you doing, buddy? What's happening, homie? Ah, oh, not too bad, not too bad. Picked one of your uh, your favorites here for this. The, this is the horror. my favorite. This is your favorite, yeah. This um, is my favorite horror movie. Might have been my favorite franchise, but it's my favorite horror. As a franchise, yeah, it's not particularly yeah. strong, but uh, eh, well, apart two, two was desperate. Uh, yeah, three. Uh, uh, I, I quite enjoy three and four. Yeah, but then five was me. Uh, I do, I do really enjoy Wes Craven's A New Nightmare. Yeah, um, I, there's too, there's too much meh for me for to call it a good franchise. Really, yeah, he's he's the character that changed the slasher genre. Oh, but the he, movies, a, the movies yeah. didn't hold up. As a character, he's amazing. But yeah. um, I think this first one is really, really good. Yeah. Um, it, the rest is, of them are hit and miss. Yeah, it, you can see where Wes Craven dipped in and out of them, or um, yeah. yeah, where Wes Craven dipped in and out of them. Um, he was in, he was involved, obviously heavily involved in this one. Yeah, uh, I don't think he done much for the second one, and he came back then the toured, and then he fell out with New Line halfway through the fourth one, and then didn't touch five, and yeah. then came back for the new nightmare. And so six, seven, and then. There's obviously the new the Nightmare on Elm Street. I haven't, seen. One. I haven't seen that one. The cast for that should have been so much better. Uh, like the remake was so good yeah. up until halfway through. Like it started going on its own way and made itself a thing. And then kind of like the director just kind of went, oh, this isn't what we're supposed to be doing. And I went and just muddled everything in together and then it's just mm. yeah see I, I haven't seen the new one and that's why because people had said the, it's it's the, not be, the best meme so. the best meme i seen was uh the picture there behind you yeah uh and the jackie l Haley one was like this is what you get when you order freddy krueger off wish yeah and that, yeah. that's what i heard that it was quite you know like rooney mara is in it um and she she's a phenomenal actress um, yeah, well, there's like girl from this, the dragon tattoo and all. Yeah, in this now, there's some very questionable acting in this original. Now, to be fair, <laughs> it's, um, there's a broad, probably, a broad definition of acting, which is probably what knocks it down. Um, obviously, this released in on the first of November, nineteen eighty-five. Eighty-five so, was it? I thought it was 80, eighty-four. Eighty-five. See, it might have been eighty-four in the states somewhere. Um, oh yeah, no, because it didn't get released over here for a year. Yeah, well, we that we seem to got screwed back then. That used to yeah. always be the way. It'd be nearly a year. God um, bless the Catholic Church. Yeah, uh, Rotten Tomatoes for fifty four critics. It's ninety four percent, so very Solid. highly rated. Yeah, and then audience is eighty four. Yeah. Um, this is probably the best ratings we've done, is it? It's up there, definitely. Um, well, it's definitely the best critic rating. I think it's definitely the best critic. Uh, I don't think it's the best audience. I think we've had a few other audience ones that have been 88 and stuff, but yeah, yeah, it's pretty high. Um, most of the bad stuff seems to be people just saying uh, that the acting is poor did, in certain situations. Well. And then it, yeah, they, they said, you know, it didn't age well, like graphically, it doesn't age well. I'm like, yeah, well, you know, it's not going to age well graphically from, you know, the 80s to yeah. now, but it, like, mm, whatever. Um, box office wise, yeah, one of the lower box offices we've seen, fifty-seven million. Yeah, well, that's without inflation. Yeah, again, it's without inflation, and it was released in quite a stagger as well. So I don't know does that affect how they judge the box office as well. I'm well, not... like I was looking at it, I was looking up a few bits for it, and the series itself overall, up until the twenty ten one, mm. 
had made 370 million uh, as a box office. Then with inflation, uh, they reckon it works out at about 720 million, placing it. I think it's the third highest franchise. Yeah. So, like, you know. Now, I don't know how Saw hasn't overtaken that because there's about 5,000 of them. Yeah. um, I suppose it's just the the way they do inflation is what means it doesn't. But, um, yeah, I don't know. The the starting scene to this is very good where we start in a dream and we see Freddy making the glove. How, yeah, the it's not even that's not a dream. That's that was well, it is technically it is a dream, but it's not anyone's in particular. Yeah, it's just uh, it's, it's like it's an a open dream. scene. Yeah, it's an yeah. open scene dream, but uh, it turns out to be uh, Tina's dream. Yeah, when she wakes up because she's the one that gets attacked, and we see yeah the uh, slashes across her her nightgown, which yeah. you know, just the, as she gets slashed, she wakes there's, up. There's probably. Uh, a knockdown here for you know when you see her starting to run yeah. you can see it in front of a white screen where they ha- obviously hadn't flicked the, the, green the camera work to come on yeah yeah one of the things here is uh, that I really liked is how quick it starts into the horror like and I know we say sometimes that we like the suspense to be built up yeah but this gets straight into it like you know what's going like you know what the the antagonist is like yeah. you know who he is you know what he's well, capable you, of you, you don't really at this minute in time all you've seen is him make well, the claw, yeah, the clawed hand and stuff like that. But it's very, you know, it's it's very quick into it. Yeah. Well, like this here, like instantly you see his weapon of choice. Yeah. And then you get to see how it's done. It's in, you know, it's in people's dreams or nightmares, whatever yeah. you want to call them. And it, um, it makes it makes it very quick into it that you see her wake up and the dress is slashed. Yeah. What I like is that she then goes into school. And she's talking to uh, Nancy and Glenn. Yeah. And she's like, I oh, I had, th- had this dream. And Well, it's not even in school. It's on the well, way. It's on the way, it's yeah. outside school, yeah. Yeah. And Nancy is like, oh, I, I had the same kind of yeah. dream. Like, the same guy, like, you know, green and red uh, jumper and a red, hat. Red and green, and dirty brown hat. Yeah. It's and he had knives for fingers. But it shows that he's not just focused on one person, that he can get to multiple Everyone. people at t- at multiple times and then and then you meet rod rod who boyfriend, ex-boyfriend. very he's a very strange character rod. now yeah yeah um at first like the first time you see him you don't really get that he is her boyfriend he seems just like you know the typical creepy guy and that they all kind of like it this guy's like a a bit weird. yeah but they're like this guy's a bit weird get him away from us and then yeah. he leaves um and we see we hear the kids singing the what basically the theme song one two Freddy's coming for you yeah like I uh, when I was getting the the Freddy face that I have tattooed on my arm I wanted to get that underneath it but it would have came down too far like yeah it's um, a, I think that's a great little theme song. it's very simple very you know I think they reference they reference this a couple of times in the movie the the jump rope song yeah the jump rope song yeah, yeah but it's very you know it's a very simple song as well you know it's not yeah. Like it's simple, but I imagine whoever came up with it, it wasn't that simple to come up with. You know, you have to think about what you're gonna say for each bit. Yeah. Uh, now, obviously, when you've seen them here, you've seen. So the way this starts out, you see Tina in her dream, mm. tells you that she's the main character. Yeah, you're very convinced that like listen, yeah. Tina is the main character, but she's. You meet you meet Nancy then, and then you meet you Nancy meet Glenn. Glenn, and then uh, and Rod. Rod. Now no. they go back to Nancy's house and her. Her mum has gone away. No, Tina's house. 
or sorry, to Tina's house, and her yeah. mum has gone away. Um, yeah. And we can see that Tina lives in kind of um, like a rundown sort of house. Like she's put the poor one in the kind of group sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, well, Rod, Rod technically is, but yeah. Her, her and Rod are both um, kind of like slums. poor. Well, like they're, not they're, they're in LA, but yeah, well, like they're they're not in the big fancy houses like uh, yeah. Nancy and Glenn are. Still which, a nice house, though. It's it's a fine house, but in comparison, it's not. You know, yeah. Um, and this is kind of something that they kind of show here in that. Uh, you know, she she has the two of them stay over, and they have to convince Glenn's mum to let him stay, and he has the tape with the, the Rod, airplanes. Rod, Rod made Rod made me a tape because his cousin lives at the airport. Yeah. And it's an airport, then it's a, a car, then it's a motorbike going by. And it's a crash. And he's like, oh, there's been an accident. I got to go. <laughs> and there's gunshots and everything. Yeah. It's just like, oh, God. Yeah. But uh, this, it, it seems to is, work. This is where you, I think, if you've never seen this and watched it for the first time, it's when you see his face when he's doing this scene where he's talking to his ma, you realize that Glenn is Johnny Depp. Yeah. It's, it's, a, very forced, it's, it's a very forced acting role. A very young Johnny Depp. But... Johnny Depp was originally not cast in this. Oh, who was meant to? Charlie Sheen got cast as Glenn. And uh, mm. his after he got cast, he tried to up his wage demands and they told him to fuck off. I think Charlie Sheen probably would have been a better choice, to be honest. Yeah, the, like the, the very little that he does in this movie. Yeah. It didn't have to be anybody, really. I think it's more that, you know, later on he gets referred to as you're the jock. Yeah, and he just doesn't have that jock body type where. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't have said Charlie Sheen does at that stage either. No, but Charlie, Charlie Sheen never really did. No, but he's that little bit bigger that you could at least, you know, yeah. make out that he was like. Even if you don't show his actual body, like you can just have him in, you know, clothes yeah. that like, make him look a bit bigger. Like theoretically, when you say that, you think Rod would have been. Yeah, Rod is probably the one that they should have put in that position, yeah. but he's needed for the position he's in. Yeah. So they stay. They, we we established they're going to stay in Tina's house, and then they hear something out out in the back. This is it. This is brilliant. Where he's like, "Yeah, you go out." Yeah, he no, gets sent out. Yeah. So they go out, and you know, it's Rod. <laughs> he tackles him. Yeah. The one thing that it's a bit weird here, like this is where you really see how kind of weird Rod is. He pulls out a knife, and you're yeah, like, "Well, man, you're like these are meant to be your friends." It's a bit weird that you're pulling a switchblade on your friend, man. Like, yeah. Uh, you can tell he's a bit loopy, all right. Yeah, and then then we learn that he's a Tina's boyfriend, and you're like, that's a bit weird. Why is she got out with this like psychopath? Yeah, he's he's not a like you can tell he's a he's a dickhead. He's the dickhead character in this. He is, but um, it, it's a very important scene that they show him with the blade because obviously later, yeah, it, that's hey, used it, as evidence. It, ref, it references him. it, yeah, yeah. Um, now this is the bit that like. It's a real 80s sort of thing. As I said, that Rod and Tina are kind of the poorer of the two couples. Yeah. And this is where they, they kind of go with that, you know, poor equals, you know, like sexual sex. deviant. And then then well, the richer are kind of the are like pure and, it, you know, it does, not it into that. Because when them two go into the bedroom, they're like, oh, we'll take your ma's room, you take that room and thing. And then uh, Glenn makes reference to something when she's like, yeah, not going to happen. Yeah, he he says Which, something about um. It, it makes reference to the fact that you know she is not. I don't know what, with him. I don't know whether that the way I took that was, they they either have done and they're just not doing it now. Um. No, I I took it more as that you know she was 
uh, very like Catholic. And, well, so you know, so was Tina because you see her after she wakes up. With the I know, yeah, her. but she's Catholic, but like has deviated from that. Whereas yeah. I think they kind of made the point that Nancy isn't that Nancy's the the good girl, you know. This is when you first realize that that Tina is not the the main character here. Yeah, well, she's she's right dafty because she falls asleep. Well, and then the, the funny thing there is like you see them on the job and then you try to talk, he just rolls over, he's like, nah, I'm gone. Yeah, <laughs> Good luck. Like, someone starts throwing stones at the window. And it cracks the window. It cracks the window. Now she's still asleep, but we don't know that at the time. Yeah, because you see like it, I think the way this is done for the dreams for her anyway is really well set up because she pops up. Yeah. And it looks like she's wo- looks like she's woken up, yeah. Yeah. Now I thought that was very well done. Like it just it just flicks up and Yeah. But she wanders outside for some reason here. And while she's outside, we see uh, Nancy in her bed but the, with the crucifix in her hand. Yeah. And the wall, like Freddie trying to this, come through the wall. This w- this two or three minute stretch is my favourite in this whole movie. So um, obviously this is the infamous scene where he comes out of the wall. Because well, she tries to come out. Yeah, tries no, to come it's, out. It's not that he's looking to see. Yeah, see, I first took it, um, like the first time I watched this, I was like, oh, she's got the crucifix because there's, you know. She's safe. but She's yeah. safe, but that's not real, you know. <laughs> he's, he's so, I know we don't know it now, but you're, he's later trying to realise that he has to work her yeah. fear to get to get stronger. Yeah. Now he's already got Tina. He's got Tina, so he goes out and this, she's, this... why she went outside and started looking for whatever was, tra- like, why no, are you going looking for whoever's what, throwing stones at your window if you're terrified? Doesn't, what doesn't get me here is when she's in the garden near the gate, you can hear someone calling her. Yeah. And it's it's thing, and then she walks out into the laneway. Now this the very this was the very first horror movie I ever seen. Mm. Like I snuck downstairs in my ma's house when I lived there. Obviously yeah. I lived there as a child, and he was on yeah. TG4. And the very night. first scene that I remember was this scene in the alleyway. Because you see her walk out. And then the, the cat knocks over the bin. And then the and, dustbin lid rolls behind her. Yeah, and then yeah. she turns around and he's there. And this is this is one scene I don't like is when he has the insanely the, long arms. The, that that was this is one of my favourite scenes, like where he just opens it's the one scene I remember and you just see it now you can see the random mechanics. Yeah. I, the way they're bending, but like I th- I thought it was brilliant. And it yeah, was all I, to do that he could scrape the yeah, see, I I felt they could have just gone the other way and had the the alleyway be narrow, narrower so that he yeah. could do it. I why did he need really long arms? I think it's to show that he can do what he wants. Now again, they do that again in a, in a couple he, of minutes when he transports he in front. Well, when when he transports in front of her, see, I think that get they get away with that there. Like they could just go, you know, he oh he can just teleport from one end of the alley yeah. to the other. The the long arms to me was just a little bit like. Hmm. Oh, I I loved it. Now I don't think it'll work in today's kind of films, but I'd say in the eighties this was fucking terrifying. I'd say yeah, I'd say when it first came out, it, like it was quite terrifying but just to me i was like it just doesn't make sense that he has really long arms because if he has arms that can go that long why not just reach and grab her why not just reach out and grab her yeah but that's that's the horror trope about it like she has to run yeah Uh, and she runs back and then he calls her from the tree and we see him you know cut off his two fingers he's like watch this what i like is he has like green blood spurting out so it's not even you know it's not blood so now you know he's not even human yeah he's killing people in a dream but yeah, but uh, she then 
they get into like a fight on the ground and she like yeah. peels his face off which yeah, I, like I think that's great like that looks brilliant I couldn't I like as many times as I've seen this I always forget that that happens so quickly in the movie yeah yeah and it's it's like there's great great work in it like um yeah. Robert England is 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 phenomenal yeah but she peels off his face and then we go we transport back to the bedroom basically and she's bouncing around Rod wakes up Rod wakes up and she's like bouncing around and then he pulls the covers off her and there is yeah. nothing there yeah she it looks like she's having a nightmare but, but then he, like, you see the slashes across her her chest appear but it's, it's not even the slashes across her so like her nightdress rips open first yeah. and then you see it yeah and then and she then, lifts up and splits on the headbutt because she's getting spun around yeah and then she's like going everywhere up the top of the ceiling but dragged the, around like uh, you'll see in, in one of the earlier episodes when we've done the House on Haunted Hill this is where it says it paid, House on Haunted Hill paid yeah. homage to this especially because the Freddy the Glove was in it yeah but she's up on the scene. She's calling for help. Now, the one thing that I don't get with this, now you can tell the way they've done it is that she's actually on the floor. Yes. Because like her stomach is ripped open, but there's no blood dropping down. Yeah. So like you can tell the camera's literally just flipped upside down. Yeah. Because yeah. obviously it was an all camera and special effects wouldn't do that. But like it, I thought this was brilliant. Yeah, it I, looks great. And what I love is that when it finally ends, she... Well, like she drops, but she's like covered in blood. Like her whole body is just destroyed, oh, yeah. and then Rod is covered in it as well. Yeah, because it when when it when she flicks up and she hits the deck, and it just kind of splatters on him. Yeah, and then we see Glenn and uh, Nancy break in through the door. Yeah, uh, but Rod is gone. What I the what I like here smashed. is when they're coming trying to get in the door, he's like, "I'll fucking kill you!" This thing, so you can tell he's talking to somebody. Yeah, what I like is that he does jump out the window because you know he's he's panicking. He doesn't yeah. like not oh, panicking yeah, he's, because he's, he's like, oh, I did something wrong. But he's just like, oh. but see, it did, it doesn't help that they you find out when they were having a conversation that they had a fight previous. They've had multiple fights previous, yeah. which you know when you when you've seen Roger, kind of like yeah, I can see, I can probably guess what those fights are about. It's like this guy pulling knives on people all the time, but uh, <laughs> pulling knives on his mates. Yeah. Um, but they obviously, you know, the police come there and the, Nancy goes to the police station and explains, you know, what yeah. happens. And we find out that the chief of police or whatever is her dad. What an actor they got to do it as well. John Saxon. Yeah, very, what a man. very good. He's, like, he's probably the biggest name in this bar, Freddie himself. No, no, he won't, no, he won't be. Sorry, uh, Robert, John Saxon would have been. At the time, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, even now, I'd say John Saxon is probably a bigger name. Um, Robert Englund is is a throwback here for horror, and that's it. Yeah, but I mean, like Freddie was, you know, like the character of Freddie is now just so big like, that. Yeah, like as I said, it's my favorite character. I was I was in Stansted Airport when I was fifteen, coming home from England, where mm. it was obviously my nanny, and he was on a flight going the other way. He walked by me, and I absolutely stopped dead. I was like. I know you. Didn't even did I didn't even I couldn't even go up and ask him for an autograph. I was yeah. just like Ah, you're fifteen, man. You were starstruck. Stoned, stopped stoned. Dead. I was you know when he just walked by, I was like turns out he was in he was in London for Scream Con or Oh, very good. One of those. Yeah, we'll have to get to one of them eventually now. Something ah. similar once uh, once they're back going. But uh we see Nancy is now terrified of she stayed up all night, you know. She hasn't gone to sleep, oh, as, which, well, you know, makes you sense. You know, you just, one of your just, mates just got killed. 
Yeah, and not just that, you've walked into the room and it's covered in bath. blood. Like, yeah. yeah. So she hasn't she hasn't got sleep and she got she's going into school the next day just because she needs to do something. She yeah, says something to do. And on her way there, um Rod kidnaps this is, her. This is brilliant because you see her look back and she sees the agent. Yeah. Well, and then, it's made out to be an agent anyway. Yeah, uh, and then we see Rod kind of like pull her into like these bushes. Yeah. Um, the only thing here is if they had managed to not show not, like uh, Tina getting killed, where like it was still in the audience's head that oh maybe Rob did it, that would have yeah. been cool. But, but then, think, you think, this, then you don't get then you don't get the scene of her getting dragged up onto the roof and all that stuff either. So, but like to me, what Wes Craven did there when he killed her was he'd made her out that she's the main character, she's the first female you see. Yeah. But horror analytics real one on one tells you that if you have sex, you're gonna die. Yeah, it's just it's just one of those things that if they left that little bit of mystery, like is Rod the bad guy? Is he not to the audience? I think could have made a little bit of an improvement. I here. think yeah, I think I don't know because I think what they had to do was showcase how strong Freddie is. Now they show you what he looks like and everything straight away. So the, yeah. the gig is up. It's it's now coming into a, a straight yeah, see, slasher. For me, better. I suppose. For me, I suppose they could have um, they could have had the bit where Rod. Like you know, Roger upset the window, but we haven't seen what happens to uh, Tina. Yeah. And then when he pulls Nancy into the like the bush, and he explains it, you could show the scene then as yeah. like a flashback memory. That's the only thing I would probably change about that, um, because it would leave you in that suspension of disbelief until that point of did he do it or did he not? Yeah. Um, you probably could like there's always changes you can make now. Yeah. But... Well, that's I mean, it's it's a minor thing, you know. It's just yeah. something I I think would have looked cool if they had put that in. But uh, um, he explains that, you know, somebody was there, but yeah. he couldn't see them. How, how was there someone there if you couldn't see them? I don't know. You yeah. think I'm crazy? You think I did it? No. But then her dad, like, her, yeah. her dad shows up and he's like, hey, listen, you're coming with me. Which, you know, like, fair enough. Like, you know, you're going to suspect that it was him. You know, yeah, oh, he yeah. Well, knife, it, cuts all over. Four she's had fights cuts, with him. Yeah. yeah, she's had fights with him, you know. Um all you're not gonna just you're, you're not gonna naturally go to oh yeah a ghost yeah well I suppose he's not a ghost but yeah you know what I mean like yeah you're not gonna go to something supernatural first yeah. off like well you never think like you can only charge what you can see you know what I mean yeah but um, um we she she gets into into school and I love, um, I love how she gives out to you use me <laughs> gives it to her dad yeah <laughs> you use me as bait what are you even going to school for just, uh... yeah but she goes yeah, in and she falls in. asleep in the um the well, here's, class. here's one for you right so there's a theory going around now of them hopefully well i'm not saying hopefully but they want to try and include freddie in the in the conjuring universe oh okay this is the conjuring Oh no! Uh, in the, sorry, the Insidious universe. Okay, I could be interested in seeing because be something. Uh, you know the teacher. Yeah. Is Lee, is Lynn Shea? You know the the lady that does the the gas mask in. Yes. In Insidious, that's her. Okay, that could be interesting. Um, now I personally don't want to see it. I I'd, I'd like to see the the franchise rebooted completely. Yeah, I don't know if it'd be good. It'd be interesting, and if they did it well, it'd be like it could be deadly. But yeah, well, it means then you have to get Wes Craven involved into into Insidious. Yeah, and I don't know if James Wan would want anyone. Yeah, it's uh, I suppose it's a wait and see sort of thing. It's just someone someone has copped on to who she is and the way they're yeah. doing it. 
it's probably, again, it's she's probably in, not a thing. It's probably just, you know. Oh, it, is only, it is only a fan theory. Yeah. But uh, I, li- I liked it. Now, I'd watched it a few times and I never copped on who she was until I watched into this. And I was like, no. Well, it was like, as you say, um, Johnny Depp in this. Like, I genuinely didn't know Johnny Depp until recently. Like, it just doesn't strike me as him. Well, if you think about it, he done this, he done from hell, Sleepy Hollow, the Ninth Gate. So he did, he did. Oh get... no, but I mean, like when I looked at him, the first, like I didn't oh, realize that was it. him. Just like just visually, I didn't realize that was him for yeah, a long yeah. time. You just look at him and you're like, you're not Johnny Depp. Yeah, and it just doesn't look like him. But you know, obviously, yeah. it is. Him. Obviously, the first credits are the like he's the last name on it and introducing Johnny Depp. Yeah, um, but she, we see her go into into school and she falls asleep in the English class. What I love here is the um, the scene of Tina in like the the body Black. bag, yeah, of being dragged around. Uh, that's great. Well, the the first the first part you see is she's standing up. Yeah, and then she starts getting yeah dragged around. Um, yeah. Now this this always reminds me, obviously, of um, the first introduction I had to Nightmare on Elm Street, which is The Simpsons, Three Eyes of Horror, where Ralph falls asleep, or not Ralph, um, Martin Prince falls asleep in uh, in class, and groundskeeper Willie is the um, <laughs> is Freddy, and the the classic joke from that is that they have you know uh, they've created an extra month on the calendar, so there's now Smarch, <laughs> and Homer goes to turn up the the heating, but it, uh, the sign over says "Do not touch Willie," <laughs> but it's meant to read "Do not touch," and then. Willie is the person who told them not to do it. And Homer goes, oh, good advice, and just turns it up. And it it, it burns Willie, and he runs up to, there's a parent-teacher meeting on him, and Willie runs up. He's on like he's on fire and stuff. And all the parents are there. And uh, Millhouse's dad, uh, Kirk Van Houten, is complaining about um, the school lunches. And he's like, I, I just don't like the idea of Millhouse having two meatball meals a day. Like, you need to tell us what you're making so I can adjust what I'm making. And Willie runs in on fire and they're like, Willie, please sit down. Mr. Van Outen has the floor. So Willie sits there like on fire for ages. Yeah. I, I, I vaguely remember that. I'd actually have to go. I'm going to go back and watch that tonight. Yeah. It, it, it's only about, because it, Three House of Horrors are split into three little things. So it's probably about 10, 10 to 12 minutes. Um, but that's the introduction I had to Nightmare on Elm Street because The Simpsons did a ripoff. That was in 95 or 96. So I didn't yeah. know it was Nightmare on Elm Street at the time. Yeah, you just. Well, I remember the Simpsons bit, and then watching Nightmare on Elm Street and being like, "Oh, it's the yeah. Simpsons." Well, like I, the same where she runs out and she runs into the, into the hall boiler monitor. room. Oh no, yeah, the hall, the hall monitor, monitor wearing the, the gear. Now, this is done very well. So she runs into her and bursts her nose open. Yeah. Right, which is fine. It could happen, right? Yeah, I mean, head smashes into somebody else's and head. Yeah. She turns around then and. She goes to walk and she's like, screw your hall pass, goes to walk off and then she turns around and she has the glove. Yeah. But in Scream 1, when uh, the principal is talking, he turns to Fred, the janitor, and it's, you know, it's Wes Craven himself, mm. but he has the green and red jumper on. And yeah. it always reminds me, it's an eerily similar scene to an extent where they're using it as somebody else. Yeah. And I love the fact that they do this a couple of times where they have the jumper on different on things. Yeah. Um, I think that I think that's just really, really well done in this. It's very clever from Wes Craven. Yeah. Um, he, he does it in a few of his films. He puts other things into it. And you're like, 
you sneaky bastard. Yeah. <laughs> What's very good about this scene is that, that obviously um, Nancy now gets trapped and she's about to be killed. So if you notice, though, she's trapped in the exact same place Tina was trapped yes. before she woke up right in front of the fire. Yeah, but what I like is that she then burns herself, burns herself, which wakes her up because it now gives you the 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 idea of how you get out of this. You know, if you're woken up, yeah, well, you know, that's yourself, the end of it. The alleged thing: if you're having a nightmare and you hurt yourself, you wake up; or if you're having a yeah. dream, you wake up. And then what what I liked is that they again referenced, you know, like she has the burn on her arm. She yeah. notices that when she gets outside. I love how she like the freak out scene here from Heather Lanningcamp is brilliant. Like she, generally, she generally looks terrified. Yeah, this is probably the best bit of acting she does because the bit when she's in yeah, like she, the police station talking about how she's sorry that her friend is dead and stuff is god awful. Yeah, yeah it's she didn't like even getting into the later movies, like everyone like in, in the horror community, she's yeah. she's well liked for yeah, the she, movies. She, she improves I to be don't fair. think she's a great actress totally. No, no she's um, not. But then but, again, um, this movie is, is the show is stolen by by Robert England and like to go on into a franchise and make all of them up until twenty ten, all voiceover appearances, all TV show that they made of it, he done it all. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's there's so you're doing something right. Like he done he done the cartoons that he was in. Uh, he done the video games. Yeah. Like Freddy exploded. Oh yeah. To an extent. To probably an extent. too much because he's now too like he's he's, he's pop popular. Icon, yeah. Like well, like people like Freddy. I mean, he's, he's you shouldn't like Freddy. You know. <laughs> this this is what I was saying about the the remake. The remake started in a in a way that made you hate him again because they yeah. intently like they never reference it too much in this that he was a pedophile. They say he's a child mm. killer. But in yeah. the new one, they tell you he's a pedophile. So yeah. instantly, once you put that name to something, yeah, you're gonna hate them. But like, yeah. I think that is the like that's probably the problem with a franchise like this is that as you build a franchise, the the main character, which is Freddy, becomes yeah. more and more popular. Yeah, oh yeah, oh one hundred percent. Like he became a pop icon. Like he yeah, was in music a... videos and everything. Yeah. And he shouldn't be like he's he's a bad guy, you know. Yeah. Well, like um, it's the same with the same with Jason. Yeah, it's the same with a lot of them. You know, like even Jigsaw's quite. You know. Yeah, all these, all like what I was saying earlier when they made the glove and they show you the weapon. That's what I liked about a lot of the fra- the original franchises, um, like Friday the Thirteenth. I know Friday the Thirteenth one people were like, "Oh, it's Jason." It's not. It's his ma. But when Friday the Thirteenth two comes around, he has the the machete. Yeah. In Halloween, he has the butcher knife. In this, he has the glove. Yeah, they you I know mean, they have their Seth weapon. The chainsaw, obviously, the chainsaw. Texas chainsaw, um, yeah. But like they have it, and they they reference it quite early and quite often. Yeah, but um, she goes home and she's she's learned that she can't go to sleep because she goes she gets into the the bathtub, and her mum's like, "Hey, don't fall asleep in there. You could you know you could drown." Which people die in there all the time, yeah, which is true. Um, I'd say it is. Now, they, they, obviously, this is the I think, I think the most I think famous scene. It's a great scene where they they the shot is like from of her in the bathtub, like from yeah feet the, end to looking at her and you see his hand or the clawed up. hand come up through the um like the through bubbles. the bubbles i suppose um and then she wakes up like and, the ma wakes her up yeah and then it come he goes back down yeah and it, it just looks so innocent you're like oh that's it now yeah but it doesn't reference that she's gone to sleep at this point uh, it double jumps it now i yeah. don't know whether she actually wakes up or they've done that for cinematography 
because I know she talks to the mob, but you never find out. I th- I think yeah, I don't think they really were sure. I th- I think they they had this idea for what would look really good, and went with it, and then were like, don't worry about whether she actually woke up or not, sort of thing. You know, it yeah. was just like, uh, um, and then we see that she gets dragged under. So it's not yeah. just so the 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 claws that he can kill people with. You know, he can. Oh, he, he manipulates the the world around him. So she's drowning in the bathtub, but it's not in the bathtub. It's in like an ocean. Uh, yeah, so when they filmed this, they done it in an Olympic swimming pool, apparently. Yeah, but like you can see that you know it's not the bathtub, like because you can see. She's oh yeah, in, like, yeah, this yeah. Massive you can see depth. The, the tiny little hole. So it looks like she's been sucked down the plug hole. Yeah, it's, it's the way very, I always very, looked at that. Yeah, very, very good. I think it's great but scene. Like what I like there is when she's pulled under, so you can kind of see it's all clear when she first goes under, and then it gets really dark. Yeah, because she's gotten yeah. further down and down yeah. and down. Yeah, I I think it's and uh, it's one of the best scenes in this as well. Uh, obviously, I think it is the most famous scene. Like when you look at, if you Google Nightmare on Elm Street, it's yeah. the it's the claw coming up. Yeah, um, but then she, her mom hears her screaming and yeah. it wakes her up. She gets into, she gets out of the tub. Um, she's as casual as anything. Then yeah. what I like here is that she's determined now. She's like, oh, right, no sleeping because the yeah. second I go to sleep, that's when this this starts happening. He gonna get um, me. Yeah, so she's she's in her room. And uh, she's determined not to go to sleep. She's taking like pep pills and drinking yeah, coffee and coffee and stuff like that. And then her uh, then Glenn is like sneaks in the window. I love I love the little reference he has here when he gets in the window and she's talking to him at the window. He's like, "Can you let me in? You ever stood on a rose trellis with bare feet?" Yeah, I'd ra- I'd rather not. No, thanks, Glenn. No, I don't think I would. But he comes in and you know she makes this plan. She's like, "I'm gonna see." Yeah. what the story with this is you just stay awake but she never actually tells him to stay awake well we never see him tell her to say her telling him that yeah she, she says, says she says she has a plan him. well she says she has a plan she's like i have a plan turn the light yeah. off i'm just and gonna get you to stand plan. i'm just gonna get you to stand guard yeah but we don't hear what the plan is so she falls asleep yeah now, i love this this is brilliant what Where i like is walk- that she she goes walking out yeah and, and then she's like, like calling him and he sticks his head out <laughs> and you're like oh you're fucked <laughs> yeah, from there I was like wait he shouldn't be in the dream like yeah. he's oh. he's about to be back up there you're in um, trouble but she she goes wandering around now you think she'd know her estate so this shows you that she's in a in a, a fantasy world now yeah because she's walking beside her house and then she walks down an alleyway and she's at the police station yeah and then she looks down and she sees uh, right. Freddie Freddie about to cut, walk through at Rod and she's like screaming at him to wake him up. Now, I thought this was brilliant where like, it's good cinematography that they he just walks through the bars. There's no just glitch, melds through no, them. Yeah, yeah. It's brilliant. Yeah, just melds straight through. For the them. 80s as well, I'd say like, I the only thing I could think of was it was like paper or something that he walked through. Yeah, I, d- I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It, it's very, very good. But uh, she screams. He looks yeah. up at her. And laughs. Yeah, and then she looks back down. Because she starts shouting for Glenn, who's just yeah, he's God knows where. She doesn't hear him. Doesn't he's not responding. So she looks back down, and he's gone. Rod's there, fine. No bother's on Rod. Yeah, sleeping away. Um, so she decides she, you know, she better get well, going. Yeah, and she hears the noises behind her. Hears her her voice being or her name being called, and it's Tina. Yeah, again this, in the body this... bag, but this time like the. Uh, like slug coming out of her, or like centipedes centipede. coming out centipedes of her mouth. Centipedes are creepy as fuck. Yeah, centipede coming out of her mouth, and then you can see that you know 
like the the world around her is getting darker and well like what i like here is when it goes down to the bottom it's as if the the bugs are starting to get to her because like where her feet should be they're all like uh, yeah weird i don't know some kind yeah, of insects yeah so she said she starts kind of like making her way home and yeah. freddie's chasing her you know yeah. why wouldn't it's he a, it's a strange one like she runs through the alley and she throws the bin down and he moves and, it <laughs> what I like here, he picks it up and just moves it. Yeah, like, just walk past it, man. Yeah. But she gets um, she gets back to her house still screaming at Glenn. And this again, this is a great scene where she's running up the stairs and it's like the first two steps fine. Yeah. And then it's like they turn into like not glue, but like like quicksand like or something. Like quicksand sort of thing. Like her foot gets sucked down into it. What I like here is to like drag when herself you, when up. When you the, see her put her feet on the second step. You can see the holes in the step ready where she's supposed yeah. to stand. It, but it, now, it looks very good, to be fair. Yeah, like, to me, like, it, it, it's it's perfect because, like, you see her running. You see the holes ready. So Freddie knows where she's going is what yeah. I got from that. Yeah, um, but I, I like that it's, like, her foot is, like, stuck. And when she's pulling it back up out, you can see it's, like, it's, oh, it's like, it's, glue, like, dripping yeah. off her. And then she gets, yeah. she eventually gets back up the stairs anyway. And... Glenn's fast asleep. Oh, he's out for the count. And then Freddie gets into the room and he starts uh, battering her around. And yeah, then no. what? This is the one bit that kind of also gets me. The alarm clock goes off. Where they fall off the bed? No, they fall off the bed, and the alarm and clock starts him. ringing. Yeah. Why was the alarm clock ringing? Because it fell. Do you ever have an old alarm clock? If you drop it or it, it thing, it'll it'll malfunction mm. to to ring. Yeah, but it, it, it drops and it's, you know, there's still another couple of seconds and then it goes off. I was like, that's a bit. Yeah, unless she's setting an alarm and you don't see it. Because yeah. I know she does it later on. She does it later, but yeah, it's not referenced here. But then she wakes up and she's like, Glenn, you asshole. He calls him a bastard. Yeah, well, he is, you know, he was asked to stay to, he obviously just doesn't believe this whole thing. He's just like, you know. I still, I still, uh, I still feel he's harsh done by here. I don't think he done that wrong. She never told him what to do. She told him to stand guard. Well, we don't know. We don't know what was told, what he was told to do, because she says, "I told you to stay awake and well, wake me." Well, I can only go by what I've seen. She yeah. didn't tell him. Well, she says that she told him, you know. Yeah. But uh, he fell asleep, and you know, you kind of get it from here and later on. Like he just doesn't believe this whole thing at all. Like, yeah. Um, but they go down to they go down to visit Rob or a uh, Rod in the yeah in, in the, the police station. cell, and she's, she's they're giving like, that poor old policeman abuse. Yeah, he's like, I need to see him. And her dad's like, listen, just go home, go to bed. And he's like, no, no, I need to see him now. And they go I like, in. And, I like uh, that, though. She was like, what are you doing here at this hour? And he's like, why are you here? He's like, there's killer on the loose. Yeah, and, uh, I don't rest. But see, to me, if there's a killer on the loose, right, and he has Rod in jail. Then there's, what, yeah, what he thinks he has, on the loose? yeah, he thinks it's Rod, he, so. He knows what's up. Yeah, I think he does, but he doesn't admit no, that he knows what's up. You see it, you see it there. There's a look that he has that he has later on in the movie. Yeah. Um, um when he's talking to the ma. Yeah. What I like yeah. is that they go, uh they then you know, it, it cuts to Rod in the cell and we see the This the is bed done very well. Snaking around his neck slowly. Yeah. It, it's this, it's done very, very well. And like it, it ties quite nicely and and then obviously it, it ramps up. Yeah, well, they, they eventually convince her dad to let it, let to go in and check on Rod, and yeah. we see him hanging from the. Uh, you don't the even you see him starting to go up because yeah, you, you see him open the door and trying to get in. Yeah, and you see it's clearly not him because he's been dragged up. 
Yeah, um, but now it they, breaks his neck. We see it doesn't. It does. You see him going like this, and then you hear a crack, and he just dies. Yeah, I suppose, but like that's not how that would happen, you know. He what would no, happen? His head would be up at the bars. Yeah, but obviously, you know, they check on him, and he's dead. But there again, so the look that he had when he says to her, "There's a killer on the loose," he gives that look to the to the cop as well. Yeah, he knows something's up going, now. Yeah, hold on now. There's something going on here. But after this happens, they decide. Nancy's mum decides. Right. Well, it goes to the funeral. It goes to so the funeral. This yeah. This is this is a guy who's allegedly killed his girlfriend in a in a in a horrible way, but they're still a torno. Yeah, I, I suppose it's his family. And like Although the priest, they said they, the yeah. priest makes reference to it. Yeah, don't live by the like, sword, die by the sword. Yeah, like whatever has happened has happened. Yeah, um, but I don't know. Like, would that many people show up if he's apparently killed his girlfriend the day beforehand? Well, I suppose if if it gets out that there was questionable circumstances about how he died. Yeah, I don't think that was getting out though. No, possibly not. But yeah, this this is a thing. So what we forgot there was when she's getting attacked at the school. He gets the name. She gets the name from him. Yeah. So he she finds out the name Freddie. Yeah. Uh, well, she no. hears it being said. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, like after the funeral, the the, the man that are talking. She's like, "I'm gonna go get her help." Oh no, she's talking to the master. She's talking to the man at the car. She's like, "I know who did it." And she's like, "His name is Freddy Krueger." No, that that comes. That's after they go to. Um, they bring her to the dream doctor. No, no, it's that's just before. It's when they're standing at the car because the dad comes over and he looks at the ma and she's like, "I'm going to get her help." Oh, sorry, the mum knows who did it. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I get you, yeah. Um, and they say, we'll go to the dream doctor, which is what yeah. they, they do. And yeah. everything seems relatively normal. Do you know, like, you're gonna go do to you know who that dream doctor is? No. Do you know with the voice, no? No. He's the guy who done the voice for Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Jeez, I haven't seen that in so long. That That's why I wouldn't know. I haven't seen that, that in forever. That's coming up whenever we get to it. Yeah, but we see her in the dream doctor and then... The doctor's like, yeah, everything's normal, everything's fine. So like, no, it'll probably spike to five or six here or whatever. And then yeah, someone's 30 normal. and he's like, oh, I've never, I've never seen it up there. Um, it's, like, it's like she's having a convulsion then. And they see her like spasming out and they yeah. rush in and they wake her up. And no, then they see the cut she, on her she, arm. She wakes up quite well, actually, to be fair to her. Well, they start shaking her, you know, yeah. um, and we see the cut on her arm. And they're like, oh, we need to look at that. And then she takes out the hat. Yeah. And then the look of pure fear. On the mother's face, yeah. yeah, and then they they bring her home, and she, you know, again, she is refusing to sleep at home, yeah, which and makes she sense. Comes, she comes down the stairs to go to school, and she's and, drinking uh, coffee and stuff, and she hears the mum on the phone, presumably yeah. to it is, the dad. it is it is to the dad, yeah, and yeah. she's like, I don't know, she found this hat, and then she says, Oh, I got rid of that hat, a true dad, old. Crusty had away. She's she's so sketchy about they're standing in front of the drawer, being like, Nyeh. yeah. Well, that's also the vo- bottle of vodka that she's put behind her in the drawer. <laughs> yeah, but no, um, she she knows the hat's there. She takes the hat. And she's like, his name is inside the hat. Freddy Krueger, that's his name. Yeah. Yeah. And the mum is like, you don't need to worry about him. Yeah, this you don't is when to, you, this I know when you, you get don't for, need to. This is when you get forced reference that the she mom, knows. The mum knows, and yeah, you know, you've, you've learned that the mum like is an alcoholic as well. Knows. Yeah, well, you've learned that the mum knows and that the mum is an alcoholic. Yeah, and that's all. 
that's all you know about the mum at this point. And she goes, she goes into school, um, yeah. or well, presumably. Yeah, it just kind school, of fades away, like kind of fades away, and then she comes home, and there's bars on the windows. She done well to get them up in a day, didn't she? She's the whole house done up. Yeah. Um, but she goes in, and the mum is like, "Follow me down here to the basement, and I'll explain." Why you know you don't need to be worried about Fred Krueger. I think this this would have worked better if the dad had been there as well. I think so as well. But um, they bring her yeah. down, and in the in the furnace, she reaches up and takes something out, and she's like, "Listen, when when we were younger, there was child there was murders. A, a child. There was lots of children being murdered. Uh, Twenty children murdered. Um, and you know, we were all terrified when we didn't know who it was." And then it got worse when we found out who it was. Yeah. Because all the lawyers and the judges got fat, and then the, ro- the search warrant warrant was signed incorrectly, and he yeah. had to be let go. Um. And typical, I kn- typical fucking maniac kind of thing, isn't it? Yeah. And she was just like, and I knew I couldn't, that we couldn't let this go. What I like here is that she doesn't say I couldn't let it go. We. We. So yeah. her, the, the dad, dad, and then there's other parents of people on the street. And my my theory is. That the other parents are uh, Rod's parents, Tina's uh, parents, and so uh, Glenn's parents. So what Craven had intentionally planned for this was anybody that was involved in it, yeah, were being punished. Now they referenced that in the second one. Yeah, but the second what... one's on Elm Street, but the houses are significantly different. Like there's pools and everything. Yeah, but that's why I like I I assumed that even before the second one, you know, that this was the idea that the four kids that were kind of being targeted were the kids of the no the parents. And you that... can see the broken kind of homes sort of thing. Like Tina's dad left. Yeah. And then her mum, you could see her mum wasn't you know a great parent. She was, she was away with her boyfriend or something. Yeah, for, in Vegas, and we never hear back from her again. Yeah, you know, not, her daughter not. dies. She never seems to come back. Rod's parents are both. We don't know much about them. Well, they say after when they're talking just after Tina dies, they say they're trying to get a hold of her ma. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like they're just you can't I, get in think, contact with I, her ma. Rod's parents, who knows? I think that's why you don't see her have a funeral scene. Yeah, it is because the parent is never there, and then we even see with Nancy's mom. Nancy's mom's an alcoholic. Yeah, you know, the dad she, is a cop that was working all the time. They're gone. But they, the only ones that seem normal are Glenn's are parents. Now, within but, saying that, in the in the twenty ten one, when you see them setting them on fire, yeah. Uh, so you see Glenn's parents. Well, I don't know what I can't remember the names are, and then the new one. I think they changed them by Nancy. Yeah. Uh, you see the parents of the five people that are involved in the movie. Mm. They're all there, and they, they they make a point to show you them all. In the but, build what, up to but what I like is that the parents, other than Glenn's parents, seem to all have taken what happened very badly. Yeah. You know, family split. The mum, one of the mums became an alcoholic. Tina's mum didn't seem great. Her dad left. You know, presumably because he couldn't deal with the guilt. Nancy's Nancy's dad was, you know, he's in the police force and stuff like that. You, you kind so of see he, that, they obviously covered it up. Yeah, and well, we see that her mum takes out the. The glove from the the furnace, and she's like, "Yeah, we went in, and you know, we burnt them alive." Which then yeah. explained why he's why his face is the way it is, you know. Yeah. Um, and she's like, "So you don't need to worry about Fred Krueger." Um, it kind of the next kind of really significant scene is that she rings Glenn, and she's like, uh, "I need your help." 
I need your help. And he's like, when, when's the last time you slept? I haven't slept in seven days. Well, like you're way, you wouldn't be dead, but you're functioning way, way too well to have not slept for seven days, like way too well. I can't um, even function after sixteen no, hours, let alone seven days. No matter, no matter how much tea or coffee or pep pills you've taken, you do not function that well. Like I, I've gone three days, and genuinely, I have no idea what I was doing. Oh, you like it, it, like they done? They were only saying on the radio there the other day that like there's a scientific study that all the coffee in the world can keep you awake, but it doesn't mean you're going to function to the yeah. level that you need to be. Oh no! Like I think it was around a Christmas time or something, and I was in my I was a teenager, so I don't know. Like I was playing games and stuff or whatever. I just didn't. didn't sleep. <laughs> just forgot to sleep. <laughs> no, not not that I forgot. It was you know the first day you know just stayed up and played. Second day, I was just like oh, I'll just stay up and keep playing. And the third day, I was like oh, I wonder how long I can go for. I was just the next like the, the following the fourth morning like I I didn't know what I was doing like I was, I was yeah. just like wandering around. I was like, Are you all right? Like yeah. Like your brain your brain is there, but it's not working. No, like I, I genuinely had no idea what was going on around me. But yeah, you know, like whatever. She, she says she she, 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 has, she has slept in seven days, and she makes a deal with Glenn. Like, listen, I'm going to. I'm you come over here. Way. We're going to meet up at midnight, and I'm going to get this guy. I'm going to bring him out, and then you're going to clock him on the head with a baseball bat. That you might have. That well, you know, you're a jock. Yeah, you find you'll find something. And Glenn is like, yeah, 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 grand. And then, you know. Glenn's mum comes in and she's told Glenn, like, don't fall asleep. Just whatever yeah. you do, don't fall asleep. And then Glenn's mum comes in and he's... This fucker can't stay awake, can he? But I mean, he's got the headphones on listening to music and he's watching the telly. That's grand, right? The mum comes in, he's in bed and he's fast asleep and she comes in, wakes him up and goes, go to, be- go to bed. He's in bed and he's asleep. What are you waking <laughs> up for? Just leave him there. He's fine. I love this though. He's like, how can you listen to your records and watch TV? And he's like, Miss Nude America's on at 12 o'clock. Yeah. Like, well, how are you going to hear what she has to say? I don't need to hear. <laughs> I don't care what she has to say. But like, why did she wake him up to tell him to go to sleep? Well, it might have been to just take the things off or maybe she's afraid of him strangling himself or something. Uh, but, but... Yeah, but she makes the point of take all that off and go to bed. I think yeah. he was he was in bed. It's not like he was downstairs or something. He's in his bed asleep and you've woken him up to tell him go to bed and go to sleep. Yeah. Very, very strange idea, but... He looks at the clock and it's quite, It's forty six minutes past eleven. Yeah, so it's just just quarter to quarter to twelve, which is the time they've uh, decided they're going to meet up. Um, yeah. Now, and what I lo- what I like here is when she looks out the window, her his dad is standing down there gawking at that door. Yeah, well, he's he's looking up at her window and she's like, uh, the dad says to Glenn's dad says to the mum like, "There's something off with that girl. Yeah, I don't want I don't want Glenn hanging around with her anymore." And it's like she hear her marriage just being protective. Yeah, well, you know, she's, you know, she's had two a, of her friends a have just been killed in the last two days. Like something's yeah. not going well, Glenn, right. Glenn, Glenn seems way too normal to have walked into a room where you know someone that he was friends with was you know butchered, butchered, and he's seen somebody get like have something dragging oh. him up to hang him from a police cell. Like that wasn't yeah. him. Yeah, he's he's way too normal about this. Yeah, but um. Uh, Nancy tries to leave, and then the mum's like, "I've locked, I've locked you in." Oh, she's hammered. She's hammered. She's like, "I don't know where the key is, and I've locked the door and all this, so you can't get out." So Nancy runs upstairs. She's like, "Right, I ring, I ring Glenn and tell him I can't get out. So he needs to, you know, we need to I work something else out." Glenn is asleep again. But well, I don't know. You don't. Well, he, we know he is, but you don't know at this stage that he's asleep because his parents answer the phone. No, well, you see the phone ring in his room. 
and yeah. you see him asleep. Then it goes downstairs, and her mum answers, and she's like, "It's, it's Nancy," and she says, "It's very important. Go wake Glenn. Very, per- very, very, very private and very, very important." Yeah. And the dad takes the phone and he goes, "You can talk That's to me tomorrow." And hangs up. You need to be firm with them kids. Yeah. I like um, what he does here, though, is that he takes, takes the it. phone and puts it off the hook. Yeah. Well, what I like is that he hangs it up, then thinks and goes. She's going to ring again and just takes it off. So she, we see her try to ring again and it's just not happening. You know, she's getting the dial tone of, you know, the number is busy. Yeah. So she's going to try escape again. And uh, she goes to look out the door and her mum is sneaking a bottle out of the the hot press. (laughs) Yeah, he's just... He's already hammered. What I like is she opens the door fully, sees her and then like closes it most of the way and is like looking out of it. Yeah, that's Did, when she now was like, was I, was I caught? Was I caught? Um, and then the phone sketch, rings. Sketch. <laughs> she, the phone rings and she she picks it up. Yeah, uh, just the nails. Here's, here's the nail. So she <laughs> rips the phone out of the wall. I love her reaction strong. here. Oh no! Oh, what if Glenn tries no. to rigby? <laughs> yeah. But then the phone rings again. She, she wraps it up and she's about to leave again. And the phone rings. She picks it up and it's Freddie and he's like, "I'm your boyfriend now." Yeah. A bit creepy, me. But yeah, as you it, said, we learn in the newer film why he's extraordinarily creepy. Yeah. Um, but like he was, he was like in this one. He's, I'm pretty sure he's supposed to be a pedophile. Yeah, but they don't mention it. They don't make. They don't reference that point. Uh, they just say one. he was a child killer. Yeah. But um, um, but it's left to your imagination now. She obviously she panics and she goes right. I need to get out of here. So she runs down the stairs and she's trying to. She's trying yeah. to get out. She can't. Like nothing. And then we cut back to Glenn's room and we see him. This is it. This is this fall is... into the bed. No, he doesn't. He gets pulled in. Yeah, like the into this hole. Up. But like you don't. You see the arm come up and then there's like a hole in his bed that he gets dragged down into. This. This is. Uh, like I think if you asked a hundred people out of a hundred to name a kill from a horror movie. Yeah. Well, you see the. It. You see this big gush of blood like shoot out of the, like the you bed. see him get sucked in and you think oh yeah poor bastard yeah that's him dead and then this massive fountain of blood splattering everywhere and yeah, the mom, so what i think what have you got you opens got, the door is it seven points of blood or something 14 points of blood in your body well every, <laughs> there was every, about there was about 400 liters this yeah. is another scene where the same as tina they turn the camera upside down to yeah well, the illusion but I, I like that the mum walks in and she gets covered and then obviously all the police show up and oh, she yeah. she's like screaming at the door to her her dad she's like oh, i've got a plan i've got a plan and um, oh, she rings him yeah she sorry she she rings him she's like listen she rings their house yeah and, and she's like he's dead isn't he he's like the dad's like i don't know i haven't been up there she's like well you know he is and then yeah. she tells her dad like listen you get over here for half 12 I'm going to get the guy who's done it. And the dad's like, yeah, 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 great. You you do that. And uh, is, you, you get some sleep. Good. This is another stupid bit because she turns around and says, be here for half 12, right? That yeah. gives me 20 minutes. So you've now established that it's 10 past 12. Yeah. Right? In this time, she has time to go find the sledgehammer and tie it above a door, put a bullet into a light. Yeah. Uh, set a tripwire. Yeah, a lot of stuff is done in yeah. this. In, and she gets she goes into her mum to tell her mum, you know, I'm, I'm sorry and everything, and you just go to bed. It's like tucks her mum into bed and everything. Yeah. She gets a lot of things done in ten minutes. Yeah. 
But um, her dad is just like, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, I'll, I'll be there. I'll get into the house. Now, how he's going to get to the house, you know, is never yeah. established. But he's just like, yeah, I'll, I'll get in. And then he tells one of the other guards, you just keep an eye on my house. And if anything weird happens. This guy's a fucking dickhead. Yeah, anything yeah. weird happens, right? So she goes into her dream. Freddie comes along. She's running well, out of time. She sets her watch to 10 minutes and she sets the alarm to 10 minutes. Yeah. And she gets so like, into her dream and she said, she, you know, her plan is she's going to grab a hold of Freddie and then when she wakes up, if she's still holding him, he'll be in the real world because that's yeah. what happened with the hat. Yeah. So, so she, she goes, goes, away. Yeah, she then, goes hunting for Freddie and eventually finds him and just at the last second grabs she's him. Call, she's calling him out. Yeah. And at the last yeah. second, she grabs him. I love and, this. She uh, just dives for him. Yeah. And then she wakes up and she's like, he's not there, but the maybe I am jealous. crazy. Yeah, but she's like, maybe I am crazy because yeah. he's not here. Yeah, I don't know, Daddy, Daddy is bit, there. It was a bit, it was a bit weird, like because she wakes up and she knows to take waking up with the thing and she takes it out. Yeah. But what I like here is when you see him in that scene and when she when he comes out, he doesn't have his hat. Yeah. Uh, so like but they, she stole they, it. No, they stick to that. Normally, yeah, she like, stole it. Thing, but like. Yeah, she wakes up and she's like, well, maybe I am crazy, but yeah, there's a rose trellis stuck to you, even though you were lying in a rose trellis, you know what I mean? Yeah, but then her, you know, Freddie jumps back up. Yeah. Um, And a chase ensues, and it, she runs out the door. <laughs> she's put a latch on her door from the outside, so she Oh, she hits that. him with the coffee pot first, doesn't she? She hits him with the coffee pot, then she runs out, puts the latch on the door, and then... That's the other thing she does. She entirely to attach a lock to her door. Yeah, and then she gets the wire... The trip the wire wraps it to the handle so that when Freddie opens the, the door and steps out, the sledgehammer will come down and hit him. Then she's she's run down the stairs and she's tried to, you know, she's banging on the door and on the window saying, "Hey, come over here!" And your man's just stuck. And he's like, "Yeah." You think you think it'd have been he would have done it the first time when she breaks the window? Yeah. Oh, anything weird happens over there, he's just like, "Yeah, that's not that weird." She smashed the window. That's fine. Yeah. Um, and then and Freddie falls down the stairs. Yeah. He falls down the stairs. Then she gets, you know, and a couple of times she says to this other police officer, like, here, get, get over here. But, I uh, have the guy here. Like, Yeah. Freddie's chasing her around and, you know, yeah. she turns on the light, which then explodes. I love this, though. She jumps over herself. She stands herself around. And, you know, like, she's like, which way am I going to go? <laughs> yeah. But then she runs down into the basement again. Yeah. And uh, this is the bit I like, that she runs down and she has, like, a gasoline. What? Little like, tub she, of gasoline. So she comes down and goes around by the furnace and back out the other side. Yeah, and he, he goes, follows. He's the it. Path what, she I, took. what I like here though is like you see him because obviously he's taking a sledgehammer to the chest and tumble down the stairs. He's limping. A bit. He's, yeah, he's walking. His arms in tight. He's, yeah, he's not. He's not a hundred percent. What I like though is that he follows where she where she went. You know, comes yeah. down, goes around, and then she runs out behind him, and she, she sprays him with the gasoline, and yeah. you can hear him panic. That's what I like. Oh, like you he hear the panic. He coming. knows what's what's happening, and he's yeah. been through this, so he panics. But she yeah. lights him on fire, and then she runs up the stairs and closes the door. Yeah, and then and, uh, this, the door. What I like is him like trying to run up the stairs. He rolls back down, and he's on fire and all that. Yeah. Um, and now there's smoke coming from the house, and your man's yeah. like, "I should get the sergeant." And you're like, "Yeah, yeah no shit, man. The house is on fire. You should definitely go get him." Like, should have done that about ten minutes ago, pal. But he goes, gets him, and then they come running over, and they they burst the door open, and she's like, "I got him! I got him! He's down there! He's down there!" And they open it. Yeah, now and what, he's not down there. Like so, what I imagine happens here is right when they come in the door, right? How they? Oh yeah, actually, because they go into the kitchen, they come back around. 
they come back around yeah. and uh, they open it and she's like, he's down here. So they look down there. Nope. And, and then there's these fiery, fiery footsteps. footsteps. Yeah, that's that's a great little yeah. addition, like fiery footsteps. It, and it, it goes back to that uh, scene of when she's gone up the stairs. Like you can see them printed. Yeah. What I like is that she then recognizes, oh, he's going for, for mum. Yeah. So her and the dad run up the stairs um, and they get to the mum's room and, and they see... They see him on top of her and then her, like, disappear well, into the bed. Well, no, what I like here is the dad puts them out with the sheet. Yeah, and then... And then she's just, rips, like, a half-skeleton. Rips the sheet off, and then she, like, yeah, it's, goes down into the thing. Underworld. Yeah, and then the dad's like, right, that was weird, and I seen that, so I know that this is well, not he knew just what my daughter. He knew what was up. Yeah, but now he knows for certain, like, you know, yeah. I think he kind of had an idea of who was doing it, but not that yeah. it was at this extent. Yeah. Um. So he leaves with the other police officers and the door in the mother's bedroom closes as Nancy has her back to the bed. Uh, and, um, and we Frederick see... Frederick comes back. Well, he comes... You see him, like, come back up and it's similar to the when he tried to come through the wall in, uh, in uh, Tina's in house. house. Yeah. But this, this, time he, this time he breaks through and she's like, I know you're there. And she takes the advice that Glenn gave her earlier. Oh, yeah, just ignoring the, the negative, ignore the negative energy. Yeah, what a random piece of information. Yeah. Now, the one thing, when I first watched this, I was like, ah, oh, this is such a cop-out because, you know, she goes, if I just ignore you and this isn't real. And I was like, this is such a cop-out. Like, the whole thing is going to have been a dream. I was like, what a cop-out. Like, what a yeah. way to end such a good film. And, that's, and like, that's, you see it because he disappears. He's like, I take back every bit of energy. Yeah, negative energy I gave you, and when I wake up, everything's gonna be fine. My friends gonna be fine, and she leaves, because he disappears. She leaves, yeah. and I was like, "What a cop out!" And you know, we get to the next. It's now the next day or that morning. The next or... morning, but then it's back to the original morning, which, as yeah. we know, is more than a week ago because she hasn't slept in seven days. So Rod, um, Rod is there. Tina's there. Glenn is there. They're we all in the car, up. and her her mom has now said, "You know, I I think I'm going to stop drinking." Yeah, I, I like that though. They're like, uh, oh, it's a fresh morning. You know, it's bad when you don't remember the night before. Yeah, and she's uh, like, I, I hit rock drinking. bottom. Yeah, she's like, I hit rock bottom, and I'm gonna stop. So to me, that there is like when they do when this scene happens, it's as if she's cleared yeah. everyone's conscience. Yeah, but what I did, see the first time I watched this, I was like, I can't believe they copped out of this. Like, I can't believe you know. And obviously now, like you know, there's gonna be a we know so, there was number two, number three. So like they didn't just so cop out. The but first at the time, time I was like, I, oh. the first time I watched. The first time I watched this, I missed the end of it. Yeah, but then we see them get into the car. And again, this is where you see you know, the, the hood of the car goes, or the roof of the car goes back up. Yeah. And, it's and the, the top of it is the red and green. And yeah, pretty... then the car starts driving off itself. The windows go up and stuff. They're all, they're all freaking out. Yeah. And the car's driving off. And then the mum is just standing there smiling, waving like, oh, yeah, that's, that's all normal to have the children yeah. screaming in the car about like, hey, something's going on here. But then, and then you hear you hear the jump rope song again. Yeah, and you see his hand. Well, you see the three kids playing jump rope. Yeah, in the you can garden. hear it. Yeah, and then you see his hand come out the, uh, the wind yeah. like the little window on the door. Yeah, and, and drag her through. back through, and that's no, it's the worst bit of CGI or whatever it was. It was probably good through. back. Th- it was probably good back then, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's probably that's probably the worst bit of the CGI in this film. What I like here is that you know they gave you the idea of the oh that was all just a dream, so you know yeah. This was, a big, this was a big fuck you by Wes Craven being like, I almost got you to believe that it wasn't going to be real. Yeah, but then that means if he's if he's there, 
it means that this whole thing is still a dream. So she's still in that dream. Yeah. So she's dreamed that she's gotten rid of him. And then the dream like restarts. No, it's, it's there's a belief still. Oh yeah, yeah, I know, but you know, like it means that she's it means somebody's still asleep because he's now pulled the mother through the door, so somebody's asleep. Yeah, her. She she thinks it's over, so she goes to bed. Yeah, but then she's woke. My point is that she's woken up now and she's ready to go off to school, right? She's. Oh yeah, she, so with, yeah, yeah, she's still asleep, but haven't woke up in the dream to be. No, because. The, the whole film up until the point of you know, Freddie disappearing, you know, it, she's meant to have been, that's all meant to have been a dream, right? And then she's meant to have woken up the next day and it was all a dream. But it means that it's still the same dream. It's still one long dream. Like even this scene at the end is still the same dream as the whole other bit because she's never woken up. Yeah. Or is it Wes Craven gone? This is how we prolong this. No, but it does prolong it because it, even even if it means she's never, even if it means from the very start, like Tina's first dream at, that we see at the start. Is the main thing and she's has, the main character. No one's ever woken up from that. Yeah. Like this whole film has now been a dream. Even the end of it is still a dream. I, yeah. I think that's it's a really smart thing. And I was so annoyed the first time I watched it when I was like, I can't believe they're going to cop out with it was all a dream. And then he was, doubled it, it, back on it, that. It was in fact the easiest cop out, easiest finish. Oh yeah, but then he doubled back on it, which I really liked. That's my point. Like yeah. it's just it's that, so like, so good. You've not I noticed that in a few films that he's that he's done, it's it's kind of his signature. Yeah, he leaves it to you, and then he goes, "No, do you know what? I'm just gonna take that back." Yeah, but see, it then left him, you know, available to go. Well, yeah, well, if this does well, we have number two, yeah, which well, is he, something he old wanted, films used to do. He wanted nothing to do with number two. I know, yeah, but it meant it left him open to have something to do. And do you know what? You can tell. I don't know whether you've seen number two or not. I have, yeah, yeah. Uh, you uh, can tell that his fingerprints aren't in that. Yeah. And but this it is, is something. It is, it's voted the gayest movie of all time. But this is something that uh, old films used to do. Like, we oh, yeah, did. it set it up. If, well, it, we, if it makes money. But like, even Big Trouble Little China, they left themselves open for a second one. Yeah. You know? I'm 100% glad that was, or, uh, John Carpenter did not. Yeah, but I mean, it, it's just, it's what a lot of old films like that used to do. They left themselves open. Oh, yeah, they gave you the another. option. They gave you the option. If it made money, and if it, like, if, second. They, if this if this never made money, they could have just, like, you, you can just stop there. You don't ever have to do anything else after that. Well, like... But you've <sighs> left yourself the option to do it, which is, you know, it's very smart in terms of a business. Oh, yeah, well, like, him and New Line, mm. uh, Wes Craven and New Line were, like, they'd done, they'd done movies... And then he knows if you put Wes Craven's name to it or you put uh, John Carpenter's name to it, places like that, movie production studios knew yeah. what they were getting. Yeah. Um, um, like, but yeah, I can see, like, having rewatched this, like, you know, you can still understand why it's your favourite horror film and, like, why but, this is, like, the birth of slasher films. Like, it's just so, so well, good. It wasn't even the birth of slasher films. So at this stage, you had Michael and you had Jason fucking slow stocky heavy bodied yeah uh horror trope run fall this changed the game this see i always think of those ones like jason and stuff like i always think of them as more stalkery than slasher i know that they do slash but like it it, you know it's slow it's methodical well this would be stalking as well because he he winds you up yeah but it's very it's, it's very quick like he's very quick to slash at you where they're very much just I'll yeah. just 
plod along after you. Well, see, no, that's what I mean. Like this, yeah, I know. Take, I know what you're trying to say, but technically, as they are slashes, like they this yeah. changed the. It changed what you could do in the genre, like yeah, like this. He is instantly became the most creative. Like Jason has all them funny kills where he puts someone in a sleeping bag, whacks them off a tree, and things like that. But the creativeness in this movie was something that had not been seen before. Yeah, the idea, even the idea of you know well, dreams. The idea of this came from apparently four or five. Uh, I know. I think there were teenage Asian lads that were going around telling people that something in their dream was going to kill them. And Wes Craven had read it in the newspaper. And it turned out one of them lads actually died in his sleep. Oh. Now, there's parts of that, and then there's parts of another killer that was, when Wes Craven was younger, that was going around killing kids. Yeah. Um, and I think he just kind of muddled everything together and got yeah, what it was, he got. It's a very smart concept, whatever way he came about it and yeah it's Look, i still think it holds up today obviously some there's some graphic wise it doesn't in certain places but i still think this holds up really really well as like, a horror like as we said it was made off a 1.1 million budget which in 1985 was probably huge yeah big big money uh, it took them three days to make that money back yeah very um, quick and then the, the main the biggest one that i found when i was looking stuff up in this and i knew it was he wasn't originally cast as Freddy Krueger. Robert Englund wasn't. Mm. Um, but when I found out who was, uh, I was a bit surprised. So they cast David Warner, who was one of the doctors in Avatar, and he was Gus in Scream 2. Yeah. So like, if you Google his name, you'll see pictures of him in the Freddy yeah. uh, gear. But looking at it now, I'm he might have done, done a good job. Yeah, but I'm glad they didn't, to be honest. I think this, but, I think... Um, like, to, to go on and make eight movies, seven movies, a TV show, video games, music videos, had to show how good he was. Oh, well, eight, he made Freddy vs. Jason as well. Yeah, oh, he was brilliant. And, like, Yeah, like, it, it was something different. Like, he went on to do other horror movies as well. He was in uh, Wishmaster, he was in... Uh, I was pretty house of a thousand corpses. He was in loads of stuff. I think like, his commitment his... to yeah, I think his commitment to Freddy is insane. Yeah. Like you don't. But see like, apparently, it took six hours or six to eight hours to put that on, and yeah. he might only be filming for two hours, three hours. Yeah, well, I suppose like I suppose I can see why. Like it's because it's the whole face has to be done, and and then the body. Uh, for some scenes, not in this one now, but not in this one, yeah, but like later on, yeah. The but what I found there's a funny picture of him uh wearing a headset like yours and he has a walkman in his hand and <laughs> he's having a smoke and Heather Langkamp and uh Johnny Depp are standing beside him and you're like I think you I've just seen tell, that you can just tell that he was a top quality guy on set yeah. like uh, it's, uh, like like Johnny Depp has referenced him in a few things saying that he was a big help like when Johnny Depp was struggling after this yeah uh that he came forward and helped him out with things and yeah like he's just a legend all around but yeah. like I don't think in any film, in a, in, a, in a horror text, that the the killer should steal the show. You don't think this? The, they I, shouldn't. They shouldn't like the like. He was the best thing about this movie. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah. Um, uh, I think it is important that the killer is. A oh, it's bit, good. They have to be big. Good. Like, yeah, they have to be a big part of it. Like. But the technically the final girl or one of the side characters as well should be helping. But he got no real help. 
No, yeah, as, as we said, John Nancy Saxon. Has, John Saxon was very good in this as the cop, but he, he, yeah. it's a simple part to play. It's a, and it's minimal as well. Like Nancy yeah. is the main character um, sort of thing. She he, just mm, he brought this great. forward. Yeah, he yeah. brought this. Like it, to, for him to sign on, he signed on for five films after this. Yeah, uh, rightly so as well. Well, yeah, rightly were, so for him. Not the films. Yeah, he deserved, him he deserved, as a character. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I like. Like two, I just write off. Like if I'm watching this collection, I won't watch two. I, I know, I, I know, I know what you mean. But like, I don't even in two. I don't think he is bad. As no, friend. no, he's he's very. That's very what I mean. Good. Like he he deserves it the whole way through. But yeah, like that's what I like. I know they tried to recast him. They I'm in glad two, they never did. Yeah. and there was murder about it. Um, New Line were like, oh, no. we're gonna go in this direction, and the director was like, if he's not doing it, I'm not doing it. Simple yeah, as that. I'm glad he did that because had they replaced him, I don't think it would have gone. Oh, the past franchise! The franchise was gone. I think it would have died um, at number two, yeah. But like going into the franchise, like when he when you find more of his backstory and things, uh, it's it's brilliant. Yeah, but uh, we'll we'll definitely get around to. We might not do number two, but we'll definitely get around to doing more of these. Uh, three, fil- three and ni- four nightmare uh, films anyway, because they are just so so good. But uh, that's it for this week. Good luck.